to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 263 of the Chris and Sam podcast. My name's Sam. I'm Chris. Welcome along to your randomness technology and life podcast for this week. Yes, um, get that fix in ya. That's right, Chris has been... How, how many times have you taken your own advice from the last podcast and helped people download um, podcasting app and subscribe them to our podcast? I don't think I've seen anyone since the last podcast. <laughs> I've, I I've know done you've been doing one, it. absolutely, I've done one, and then the other one I couldn't get to go because I don't think... It's a brand new phone. They don't know how to use a phone. It's the first time they've had a phone. Like a, Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, and, and they like, uh, the data won't work, and we were at Gilmore's and we um, put it into the the data there, but the data limit every day is 45 megabytes. <laughs> oh, my your, gosh. Your daily data limit is 45 megabytes. I think I might go through about four gig on my phone a day <laughs> just know. to put things in if I'm at work. I know. I know. This is laughable, right? Well, I suppose it's for people who are shopping that are only going through. That yeah. is terrible amount of data. I don't care who you are. I know. It's I don't care who you are. Because I, I was like, oh, but it's it's connected. It's booted off. Oh, and then I read the terms. That's 45 next. I would be looking at a new type of plan. Yeah, well, he's just bought it. And unfortunately, it's two degrees, so I had no idea how you'd check it on two degrees. I wouldn't have a clue. I assume there's yeah. an app or Yeah, well, something. he didn't know. Anyway, moving on. So Chris has been... So uh, I've been doing the, the good deeds and um, converting people to the religion that is the Christmas Sand Podcast. I don't know about religion. Yeah, I, know, I know. Just made me laugh just saying that. Okay. All right. Um, so what's been going on? Uh, I've been following this thing on uh, Instagram and it's called Cooks Illustrated. And uh, it's this account and they go really, really in depth in cooking and they've got a test kitchen. And what they do is they'll be like, well... Everybody likes, say, the shortbread, but what happens if the temperature of the butter is different? And then they make like six different uh, batches, but with different temperature butter or whatever, or a different method. Like they'll be like, well, if you beat your cream at this temperature and use this utensil, this is what it looks like after two hours. But if you do it this way, and it's it's really interesting and the footage that they've Holy shot. Crap. And so that whole, it's like testing <laughs> websites. You yeah, know, like testing one um, variable. Yeah, and these guys show everything, and every now and then they'll go, oh, we made this thing, it looks amazing, go to our website, get the recipe, right? But you have to sign up. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. What I'll do is I'll sign up for a seven-day free trial, I'll download everything that I want, <laughs> and then I'll just cancel that trial. That's yeah, good. like we do. <laughs> like you do. But, so I didn't realize Cooks Illustrated is part of America's Test Kitchen which is the parent company, oh. and then there's Cooks Illustrated, and then there's a magazine as well, and I think there's another website. Yep. So that's all good. Sign up for the free trial. At the end of your free trial, uh, it's about 48 or 40 US dollars, I think, for a whole year. And I think it's really worth it. They do have a lot of recipes. They've got a lot of in-depth things if you're into that. Very clever, very cool. Check out yeah, their Instagram. Yeah, if you're into cooking. I, yeah. The only problem is I log into the website, and I'm like, okay, membership details. To cancel, you have to ring our 1-800 number uh, between the hours of 8 and 4 p.m. Uh, Central U.S. time. What? D- they don't reply to emails. There's no cancel button, no nothing. So I had to put a credit on my phone 
to be able to ring this 1-800 number. And then they're like, our estimated wait time is 20 minutes, but it could be longer. Thank you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait like over 20 minutes. So I rang about four or five times. Um, finally got through to someone and they are Central American as this woman. She can't understand a single thing I'm talking about. When you say Central American, you mean in the center of the USA or do you mean no, Central c- America? Center of, like- center of USA. Okay. Yeah, right, got sorry. a bit of a drawl going on and all sorts. And she's like, okay, so hang on. What's your email address again? So S-A-M. And then just stuffs up everything else after that. <laughs> and then, um, <clears throat> So we go through that about five different times. And then... It's weird when people don't know what the phonetic alphabet is and they just make up weird words. Yeah, yeah, B yeah. for Bobby, P for Pamelona or something like that. What? No, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> so, uh, finally get that sorted. And why would- did you have to learn that for work, the phonetic alphabet, or did you already know it? I uh, sort of already knew it. Yeah. But it we, does We help. learned it for telecom. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Well, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Once, yeah. once you know it, it's easy. Yeah. But. So, anyway, finally cancelled it. Um, <laughs> I just, uh, not something that I would have thought I would have had to research beforehand, but possibly you might want to look up a website's cancellation policy and just see how you're supposed to do it. Um, yeah. Because they forget that it was like, I think they forget there's people from other parts of the world that might want to sign up to this thing. Oh, yeah. And they go, oh, the internet, that's an American thing with Americans on it, isn't it? <laughs> exactly what she sounded like. Oh, we're just, we're just, we're just destroying Harley just with these American accents just off the cuff like that. Oh, amazing. So he, he'll be listening to this just fuming. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, the worst hacks, cyber attacks and data breach of 2019. I, was I thought you were going to say 2020. Day. I was like, what? No, 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 no. These are the list of the biggest ones that yep. have happened. Um, it's got it in... Um, oh, let's just see full gallery, because that will just give us a top ten. Because it's got it by month, and there's some of them are, are crazy. Okay. Um, let's see if we've been caught up in any of these. Okay, we're not going to do that, because that's just pictures of things with okay. no writing. Yeah, right. Okay, I did put this in so ages a- ago. I went through this thing anyway. So, so there's a list January, <laughs> Ministry of Health HIV registration in Singapore. Um, highly okay. sensitive records yep. of over 14,000 individuals diagnosed with HIV. It was then leaked online. Um, a Fortnite player found a bug in Apple iOS that allowed users to eavesdrop on iPhone environments by calling out, but without it being answered. I remember so, that one. So you call it, and then nobody answers, and you can just listen to them all day. Good. Um, good, good. That's what we want. It may also have been possible to view live video feeds. Oh, man. NSA, loving it. Apple, so secure. Because um, I had uh, I was helping somebody uh, yep. put their... Uh, podcast app on their phone and this other guy's going oh, i don't know how you do that i've got an apple and i wouldn't have the foggiest and i'm like god I don't know. but it's weird because podcast is just baked into apple yeah yeah you have why to- don't you have a a, a, a a what do they call it a, a something app for it on android why is it why don't you have a baked in app App for Android. So this guy that had the Apple did listen to podcasts all the time. Oh, okay. Um, it was Beryl had a new Android, and yeah. he didn't know how to help it with the Android, so I was helping her. And I'm like, yeah, but we've got choice in our apps. <laughs> we, uh, we do have choice. I think Google has tried to catch up with it, but it's uh, 
dis- open distributed software system they can do whatever they want uh so they may have dropped the ball there a little bit but i think a lot of people didn't realize how much they were going to rely on apple being the gatekeeper for podcasts yeah yeah which yeah. seems a bit strange because you have to submit you have to submit your podcast to Apple and then everybody else picks it up from there and then you appear everywhere. Yeah. If you want to know more about how to start a podcast, get in touch. Yes. Sam's got a course coming out soon. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, we can work on we can that. Wait, yeah, why not? Add that um, to the work pile. Yeah. Yeah. The city of Del Rio in Texas was forced to go back to pen and paper system after city hall servers were rendered useless by ransomware infection. I think we talked about that. That was the one where they were better if they just paid the fine, wasn't it? And they're like, no. I actually don't think it was that because I think there's quite a few towns. Um, Town of Salem. Yeah. You know. Uh, developer Blank Media Games said personal details of 7.6 million users were stolen. Whoa. Multiple backdoors were removed from the company's system. Ransomware infection locked up a hospital in Cabrina. Uh, 15,000 patient files with uh, operators demanding payment in return for a decryption fee. Of course. And that's just February. That's oh, my gosh. March. Tornado sirens. Ahead of a major storm, two Texan cities were forced to pull tornado warning systems offline after a threat actor compromised them and set off over 30 false alarms. Man, that's crazy. You just want to punch that guy in the head, don't you? There's a few people we want to punch in the head. Oh, seriously, that's like legal documents. 250,000 legal documents, some marked not designated for publication, were stored in an open database exposed online for at least two weeks. Excellent. That's just... And there's a few of those. There's a few that they go, oh, because was it the government, uh, US government did something like that? And, and it was just an open database, like linked to the internet. And anybody could search it and they didn't know. It's like... Actually, oh I got a phone call from the UK last week and it was some guy and I don't know what he was calling from, but he knew my name. And I was like, what? Who? And then I just hung up. So... <laughs> Actually, I was at the post shop yesterday as well, and there was a Somalian taxi driver there signing up for God knows what. And it was real weird, because the guy from the post shop was signing him up for something, and he was like... Like, I only got this one-sided conversation, but the post shop guy just whipped out a laptop. I've never seen him do this. So he wasn't doing it on the actual computer, but he was on a laptop, and he was like, right do you have a passport? And the Somalian dude's like, yeah, I do. And he goes, is it Somalian or New Zealand? He goes, no, it's New Zealand. He goes, okay. He goes, if you had a gold card, I wouldn't need to ask you these questions, but I do need to ask you these questions. And it was almost like it was being recorded because he was verbally asking these random questions, but typing them into this laptop. Then the Somalian guy had to try and make a phone call to Somalia, I think. And he was trying to get hold of someone, and then everyone's backing up because we're all just trying to sell, uh, send something. Yeah. And then the guy wanders off. Then an Indian guy turns up who was there before, but he comes back with a giant suitcase. And I was like, it looks like there's a body in it. Like it was so big. And he wants to send it. So then he has to weigh it, and he goes, oh, it's like a 24 kilo bag. And the guy's working up the sending rate. Boom. Back to the Somalian dude goes, did you have any luck? Do you have a middle name? No, no middle name. Okay. Then he starts pounding into this laptop again, gets all these weird forms of identification, and I don't know what was going on, but it was whatever he was signing up for seemed pretty important. You didn't overhear how much a 24 kg's case? Oh, it was $68, $68 wherever it was going. Oh, and, and, yeah, that's not bad. 
And I'm sure he said Christchurch at one point. But the guy was pretty happy. He goes, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, but he goes, if you want a courier, it's going to be 140 or something. Yeah. He goes, no, no. I thought it was going to be, you're going to say it was going overseas. I'm like, holy crap. Oh, it was way, it was cheaper than what I thought it was for the bloody size of it. But he yeah. just, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, carry on. Um, oh, I'm going to give digress. it a miss. But um, there's a couple here. Capital One disclosed a data breach impacting 100 million US citizens and 6 million individuals in Canada. Um, and the Los Angeles Personnel Department was, um, this is the police department. Oh, that's good. I was going to ask that. Yep. Um, was subject to data breach after a hacker claims to have stolen the PII, personal identification, Something. Uh, yep. of 2,500 serving LAPD officers, trainees, and recruits, and data belonging to roughly 17,500 candidate applicants. Program, which is what they call their inform- informants. No, I don't know, but I, I could just believe it, eh? I just think so. It. Uh, so I think uh, you have. But it's scary. The, the point of, I was going to make with uh, sharing that is that you just got to be aware that your data is out there. I was just going to say on that. all these yep. things, and it is going to get out. And you do get. Um, I got uh, a, an email from Tash Lavanda yeah. just before, and it's a spam. Yeah. So somebody's hacked her account, uh, account and uh, sending um, dodgy. You know, there's one hyperlink inside the email. You got to be stupid to click on it. But wow. I get one from my mate Kane Tetley. He's been living in um, England for years. I've been getting them for six, seven years from him. I haven't actually heard from Kane in probably nearer twelve years, but I still get those emails. I got a message from my auntie in Australia, and now she jumps on the bandwagon of anything like this. So this is what it says, actually. And I just ignore all of these. <laughs> yeah. Be careful. I got a message from you, or it's shown on your wall here. Please tell all the contacts in your messenger list not to accept friendship requests from Andrea Wilson. She is a hacker and has the system connected to your Facebook account. If one of your contacts accept it, you will also be hacked. So make sure that all your friends know it. Thanks. Forward it as received. Hold your finger down on the message. At the bottom in the middle, it will say forward. Hit that. Then click on the names of those in your list and it will send to them. This is real in capital letters. Yeah. It's always a, a wonderful thing when it says this is real. I guess at the end. So, uh, I love that. Oh, uh, yeah. I, at the moment, I'm happy with the passwords I'm using and the two-factor authentication I have set up for almost everything. And uh, Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, Uh, just be wary if anyone contacts you. Actually, one of the worst ones that contacted me a while ago was there was a... um, I have my email and phone number down as contact on my mum and dad's Spark account. Right. And their telephone had gone down and my mum had contacted them, but she hadn't told me that their phone wasn't working. And the woman rang me up from Spark and I didn't know what was happening. And straight away, it just sounded like a scam. She yep. was like, we need to confirm that rah-rah. And I said, excuse me, who are you? Hang on. What are you talking about? And she said, oh, this. And I said, hang on. Ring me back in 10 minutes. And I just hung up on her. And I rang my mum. And I said, can you just confirm that your phone's not working? Oh, yeah, phone's not working. Oh, that's okay. That's fine. It's just this woman from Spark came across as the scammiest scammer in the world <laughs> and wanted some sort of detail from me. And I was like, no, no, I'm going to confirm this. And I said that to the woman. I said, I'm sorry, but you do not come across sounding like you know what you're on about. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, Be good. careful good, out cool. there. Good, cool. Um, I've got a little screenshot we'll share in, in the, um, in the uh, show notes probably. And it's um, – this is a uh, – 
you know, the question somebody posted with this thing is, what stage of capitalism is this? Yes. And it's a new toilet that's uh, slanted a 13-degree sitting angle, um, 13-degree down, so it's sloping like a slide off. And uh, because when you sit on it, you need to engage your leg muscles to keep you there. Yeah. Um, And it's to make the toilet breaks uncomfortable so you don't sit on the toilet too long at work. Yes. <laughs> you do know it doesn't exist, though, eh? No, I didn't know that. Okay, I put a link underneath that. So it's they said everyone's just jumped on the bandwagon, and it's sort of uh, just a take on how capitalism's going to take over the world. And they, uh, yeah, but it's not. They said, uh, as long as we keep on top of the vigilance, we'll be okay. But I'm... I'm, st- I'm sorry, I'm wondering why it's not a thing, because I think it's a great idea. No, calm down, Jeff Bezos. No, seriously. No, I, I, they, they, have, I, to pee, I to, they I, have to pee in bottles so they don't miss their break and get fired, and they sleep in tents outside Amazon just so people can get their packages. Look into it. It's very depressing. It's all right, though, because he's, he's not... Well, is, is that supposed to be just about... In Bezos' place. No, no. No, he wouldn't have that. He wouldn't have that. He'd just have a hole in the ground or something in an armed guard, probably. Yeah, no, I'm I, I'm thinking it, I, I could handle that at Gilmore's. Fucking hell. People spend way too long um, in the crapper. I, I, I go and do my business. I'm out of there in two minutes. I'm gone. People are being drawn, you know, driven down in the world, Chris. They have to take what they can. Actually, though, time theft is the biggest uh, thing of theft in the world, isn't it? Yes, yes. Um, anyway, so I, I, won't, I won't hold us up then. Um, anybody in Wellington, friends in Wellington, uh, got a friend down that's moved down there, Dan. He's a he's a nice guy. Um, so if What's anybody Dan knows, after? He, he worked at Spookers with me. He was very good, actually. Um, and if anybody's got any hospital work or bar, barista work or something like that, uh, let us know. You can get hold of us on the Facebook page or Twitter or anything like that. Um, Is that supposed to say any? Yeah, it was supposed to say any. Because it says A-M-I-T. And it goes, it said um, a lot of um, other weird stuff, um, too. Amit um, Barista. And I was like, don't know what Amit um, Barista is. I'm sure Chris will explain it to me. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yes. So give us a yell if you've got some work uh, for Dan. But I'm sure there's a lot of stuff happening around down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know how long he's going to be down there. He's, he's going to move on. But it, it was sort of that casual work. It'd be good. He's a nice guy. All right. Um, I, I had a little bit of an adventure on Sunday. Excellent. Good. So I took the camel ginge out for a, a workout. So the camel ginge, <laughs> if you don't remember, is the pair of amazing shoes that Chris got from AliExpress. Yes. What a brand. Camel ginge. <laughs> <laughs> just the name of it just cracks me up every time. Brings us joy. So I, so I broke out the camel ginge because um, Tanya says, oh, uh, how quickly do you have to get back to uh, Hamilton on Sunday? I'm like, oh, not really. She goes, right, um, I'm going to book us something. We're going to go and do this thing. I want you to um, bring some shoes with some tread on it. At what point did you water- mention camel ginge? Waterproof. I didn't mention it till I got there. Okay. I went, I brought my camel ginge. <laughs> Pretty much in that voice. Yeah. I brought my camel ginge. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, so we've got that. Um, I put my shorts on, light shorts. I've got a, a T-shirt. We start driving off into the middle of nowhere. It's actually um, west of west, yeah, west of Rangariri. Oh, That's right. where we're heading. Yeah. And she's not telling me what it is, and I'm not asking on purpose. Yeah. And um, we're getting close, 
and it's rolling hills and all that sort of thing. And she says, she says to me, what a bugger. She goes, I don't know whether those shorts were a good idea. What? Gonna, Why did you not mention that earlier? You're going to get a lot of chafing this horse riding. And because oh, I yeah, thought cool. of all these different things that it could be. Oh, yeah, because horse be- riding was not one. And we had talked about horse riding. I was like, oh, God, I'm going to be freezing. I'm and Chris is like, I want to ride a horse too. So we get there. We find this place. We had to, you know, hoon through some sheep and stuff. It was all very, very fun, very country news. Rural, yeah. And um, we, um, in the car, and then we park in the car park, and I'm like, grab my, uh, she goes, oh, you probably don't need your sunglasses. I'm like, I'm wearing sunglasses. I've got a jacket. I'm going to be, she goes, all right, all right, wear your sunglasses. We were going, used, ca- we're going to- caving. Oh, okay. <laughs> but were you like fully committed to horse riding at that point? Oh, by then I, I totally thought that was what it was. And the funny thing is I had considered caving as an option earlier. Yeah. Um, only because she did mention getting wet and... For some reason, when she said horse riding, I forgot about the getting wet bit. And the uh, thing that uh, the camel ginge had to have good tread, um, probably don't need that on a horse. <laughs> I didn't think about that. It doesn't matter. You're committed so to So anyway, we went to the Nikau Caves, and I will recommend it. Glowworm Caves. I've never heard of this place. I know. It's great. And it's very low-key. So this guy's owned the farm for 50 years, 48 years, I think yeah. it is. And um, there's no, they haven't blocked things off or anything like that. You yeah. could touch everything, don't, because it ruins the stalagmites and stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. But um, it's really cool. So uh, there's a few of them run it, and they've just built this cafe there oh, right. in the middle of the <laughs> middle of nowhere, basically. So you go into the cafe, and then you you book your thing, and he says, "Oh, so before you." Before we get going, there is one part where you're going to be on your hands and knees for 20 meters. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Yeah, yeah. In water. Yeah. How'd this go? Because this is exactly what happened when I went caving with the school group, and for some reason I was the only one that got wet, even though everyone else was in water. Oh, we all got wet, but hands and knees, there's no way I was getting on my hands and knees under that. I was belly crawling that's, on my elbows. That's, that's <laughs> what I did, and I got drenched, and everybody else managed to be on their hands and knees or, like, complete hands and feet, like that. And I'm like, how? I think it's easier if you're a kid, like, because you well, yeah, you, right? Yeah. You know what I mean. Like, but but yeah, I, I, just, I, I was last, because Tanya was a bit worried about her, her ankle. She had a f- uh, fusion, f- fused, her ankle fused yeah. um, <clears throat> about a year ago or something. Don't so worry she's about bit, that. Yeah, but she's so she's a bit um, iffy on the dodgy surfaces. So she didn't want to hold everyone up. So her and I went last. So I was basic, basically the last one, and I'm yeah. cr- barely crawling twenty meters. So was there a few thing. people there in your group? Uh, yeah, there was. Uh, like, was this place I'd say about eight? Was this place busy then? Yeah, yeah. So they like, we I'm, had to book it, and we booked it for this time. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I forget what time it was. I think it was two or something like that. Oh, whatever yeah. time it was. Um, and we booked it for that time. Oh, no, it was early. It was in the morning. It was 11.30 or something. So we booked it for that time, and then we all went through. It's over a kilometre underground. Oh, um, yeah. Yep. yeah uh, I mean, in length, distance that you travel, um, we're about 35 metres uh, under, underground, as it were. Yeah. Uh, amazing caves, like some really huge um, caverns. Um, the crawly bits early on and – 
then you, you're pretty much right for the rest of yeah. the way. They He did get to one point and he goes, right, so what we can do now, if you want, is we can turn all our torches off, um, hold hands, and I'll lead you through the next bit just by the light of the glowworms. Yeah. And Tony said, no way. <laughs> and everybody looked at him and she went, oh, Oh, you're serious? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's right. Don't, uh, let, don't let the team down. Sorry, sorry, Tanya. I had to say that because uh, you'll be listening to us. But um, yeah, no, it was great. It was really, really cool. So uh, highly recommend it. Nick Cow Caves. I've got a little uh, postcard of it. Yeah. Um, Very cool. I just never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's Ringariri, so it's not really far for us in, in Hamilton. No. That's um, good. But, well, like know, I say, it's west of Rangariri. I don't know how we got to it. Well, it sounds like a good option if you don't want to deal with the crazy masses at Waitomo. Yeah, and it's not too expensive, I think, because Tony paid for it. But I think it was something like 45 bucks. Yeah. Which is not bad. So, yeah, uh, what I would recommend, <laughs> if you have got knee skater pads, that would be ideal because the, like, gravelly stone oh, things yeah, on your knees are terrible. terrible. Um, and the other thing I recommend is, def- I-, I was good for this, but um, definitely have thin shorts and thin t-shirt because they'll dry. They'll dry in the cave anyway. Um, you- but you wouldn't want to have, you know, denim shorts. Oh the- no, no! One no. of the girls came through. Like she was coming through with her parents, and she was, I don't know, seventeen or something. Yeah, she had jeans on. <laughs> no, no, they needed to research that. <laughs> Not a good look. I, uh, I for the school camp, I had a merino. Long sleeve top on and uh, quick drying shorts on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The quick dry shorts is what you want. Anyway, so that's that's highly recommended. Um, yep. Another exciting news that no one really cares about. I've moved from upstairs to downstairs. He's moving closer to the podcast. Studio. I I hate moving, even if it's just downstairs. But we did a juggle of beds. We had to move beds all around. So the ghost moved out. Uh, there's an old bed in there. We pulled that out. We found bricks that I w- was missing, <laughs> propping up this bed, which is turning to sawdust. Yeah, so the bed's broke. It's it's, it's an old one I'd bought from some farm, literally out in the barn, just to have a spare bed for somebody. And then the dungeon has Chris's old bed, so that had to come out, go upstairs, which is currently in the lounge. My stuff had to come out of my room, go downstairs. And this upstairs, for, downstairs, we can't use the stairs, so we've got to for beds, them over for the bed, just for the for beds. The we have to have them over the um, balcony, balcony and then hold the bed until the other person comes down and grabs it. It's, uh, we've got it down pat. Yeah, we got there. We got um, there. And I have to say, if you want to move, Chris is really good at moving and he's really good at um, visualizing which way everything has to turn to get around corners and things. I've done a lot of that. <laughs> I really have. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we'll use this uh, sponsorship spot to announce Advertise. that uh, there is a, a furnished, uh, decent-sized bedroom, like it's got a queen bed in it now, um, 150 bucks in downtown uh, Hamilton. So Really walk- good price, central yeah. to everything. Actually, five-minute walk to Hood Street. Th- a minute walk to the river if you want yeah. to go stare at moving water. It's across the road. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you have to put up with the podcast studio in the garage. Um, <laughs> um, and, yes. Yeah. That's 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 the pitch. That's the pitch. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and if so, if you know of anybody in Hamilton looking, let them know. It really is quite a bachelor pad, to be fair. So it probably does. Uh, that's right. It does work well for younger males. I yep. would say. I think so. <laughs> right. Uh, what else have we got? 
I see that they've just arrested some uh, 19-year-old in Australia for starting seven different fires. He's a volunteer firefighter in Australia, and they realised that he was turning up early to these fires. But I don't know if he's going to be attributed to starting like the, one of the massive ones or what the story was, but and they know he started seven of them. Because they just... Uh, yeah, that's crap like that is where you go... Hmm, maybe they should bring back stoning. Like, seriously. But if you've ever been involved in that sort of thing, uh, you you can pick those people. Like, it wouldn't be hard to pinpoint them because they get super excited about fire and putting it out. And then they also get really bummed that there's not more fires to put out. And it's like, eh, another way to think about it, dude. Because uh, there was a case file one that... that, um, oh, one that, that dude, but his, his MO, this guy, he was like a world-renowned fire expert. He'd go to expos, and then there'd be all these fires everywhere. But he'd go into a bedding or clothing store, and he somehow rigged up something with a cigarette and a match and a yeah. rubber band or something. And he'd put it at the bottom of a pile of pillows. And that was his thing. And yeah, and he wrote a book. Uh, that's right. He wrote a book. Or was it a film script? No, no, I think it was a book. It, it was a, no, it was a, yeah, it was like a detective story, fire detective, and it, it, it was it basically was all the stuff that he did. It was all the stuff he did with a slight name change and how he was hunting down this person, which happened to be him. And uh, yeah, he's in jail forever. But he was going to conferences and talking about all this stuff and the um, how these pyro people think. But he was just talking about himself. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's a great story. Definitely look it up on Case File, um, another podcast. But um, yeah, what, what got me was um, these guys thought he was a genius because somebody goes, nah, nah, this this was not uh, arson. He goes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. And and the guy's saying, oh, he came in and he looked around and looked around and he found this rubber band and this thing at the bottom of a pile of pillows. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy's a genius. Because I think didn't he- realize he was the one. <laughs> Because I think he was the one that started the hardware fire and those people died. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and this firefighter put it together and basically worked out that wherever this guy was is where the fires were happening. And then they bugged his car and put a tracker on his car and he found it. But just, I don't know, just kept going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's committed. Hey, uh, uh, have a look at this. This is a... It's an interesting looking plane, yep. Yeah. It looks like one of those speedy ones that does the... Red Bull stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So it's Rolls-Royce's new electric plane, and it's going to chase a new speed record. Um, Rolls-Royce has unveiled what it hopes will be the world's fastest all-electric aircraft. Okay. At Gloucestershire Airport in England. It's zero-emission XL project plane. Um, Yeah, so it's interesting because, I mean, it's so... They're like the antithesis. So batteries are like the heaviest things yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, totally. I was and just thinking that. put them in a, in a plane. Because um, I saw another thing that said Boeing. I think it was Boeing. They had the – I just saw the picture. It had uh, – it's a square wing like like that. Oh, And okay. it's all um, solar panels there. Yeah. And, oh, I see. And it just flies forever. It doesn't have to land. It just oh. – once you launch it, it flies. In and they're but they're really lightweight. Yeah, they're lightweight and they go high. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're touting it as like uh, an alternative to satellites. Why yes. you have satellites but if you've got that just going I'm around. Just, I'm sure Facebook are looking into something like that because they want to provide internet for the world so people can go on Facebook in developing countries. But I think they're looking at something that or the weather balloon thing. Because yeah, Google yeah. has those balloons. Because they do all the testing here in New Zealand down in South Island. Google had those giant balloons that would float around for four or five months. Yeah. Somehow. But yeah, really cool. 
Yeah, so... Um, anyway... I don't know if I'd trust an electric plane at this point, but anyway. Ah, who knows? Well, uh, as long as it's not made by Boeing. <laughs> oh, listen to it. No, their Dreamliners and their Maxes. Oh, my God. That'd be fine. Uh, that brings us to the end of the podcast, Chris. You have to go get your third nipple looked at again. Yes, I need a dressing changed because my wound is ulcerated. There's a word for the day. Ulcerated. It sounds as gross. <laughs> it's gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'm on antibiotics. So I'll get rid of that. Um, but yes, definitely. If you know of anybody who needs a, uh, a room to, to live. Uh, get hold of Chris. Get hold of me because until I fill that, my rent's just doubled. <laughs> until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.